Blog Talk Radio. Kutoka katika kitabu cha Mathayo wacha tuangazie ubatizo na kile ambacho Bwana anasema kuhusu ubatizo ni Mathayo mlango wa tatu mtu This is what he says about baptism In those days John the Baptist came preaching in the desert of Judea and saying repent for the kingdom of heaven is near This is he who was spoken of through the prophet Isaiah a voice of one calling in the desert prepare the way for the Lord make straight paths for him kindicho anachosema kuhusu ubatizo siku zile aliondokea Yohana mbatizaji akihubiri katika nyika ya Uyahudi na kusema tubuni kwa maana ufalme wa mbinguni umekaribia kwa sababu huyo ndiye aliyenenwa na nabii Isaya akisema sauti ya mtu aliyenyikani itengenezeni njia ya Bwana yenyosheni mapito yake John's clothes were made of camel hair and he had a leather belt around his waist His food was locust and wild honey. Naye Yohana mwenyewe alikuwa na vazi lake la singa ya ngamia na mshipi wa ngozi kiunoni mwake na chakula chake kilikuwa nzige na asali ya mwitu. People went out to him from Jerusalem, all Judea and the whole region around the Jordan, confessing their sins. They were baptized by him in the Jordan River. But when he saw many Pharisees and Sadducees coming to where he was baptizing, he said to them, "You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the coming wrath? Produce fruit in keeping with repentance, and do not think you can say to yourselves, 'We have Abraham as our father.' For I tell you the truth, out of these stones 
God can raise up children for Abraham. Ndipo walipo mwendea Yerusalemu na uyahudi wote na inji zote za kando kando ya Yordani. Nae akawabatiza katika mto wa Yordani. Huku wakizungama dhambi zao. Hata alipoona wengi miongoni mwa mafarisayo na masadukayo wakiujia ubatizo wake, aliwaambia, "Enyi wazao wanyoka, ni nami aliyewaonya ninyi kuikimbia hasira itakayokuja, basi zaini matunda ya pasayo toba, wala msiwaze mioni mwenu kwamba tunaye baba, ndiye Ibrahimu, kwa maana nawaambia ya kwamba Mungu aweza katika mawe haya kumuinulia Ibrahimu watoto." The axe is already at the foot of the tree and every tree that does not bear good fruit will be cut down and thrown into fire. Na shoka limekwishakuwekwa penye mashina ya miti basi kila mti usiozaa matunda mazuri hukatwa na kutupa motoni. I baptize you with water for the remission of sins for repentance but after me will come one who is more powerful than I whose sandals I cannot carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. Listen verse 12 everybody. His winnowing fork is in his hand and he will clear his threshing floor, gathering his wheat into the barn and burning up the chaff with unquenchable fire. Let us just stop there for a moment. Kweli mimi nawabatiza kwa maji kwa ajili ya toba, bali yeye ajaye nyuma yangu ana nguvu kuliko mimi, wala asistahili hata kuvichukua viatu vyake. Yeye atawabatiza kwa roho mtakatifu na kwa moto ambaye pepeto lake li mkononi mwake naye atausafisha sana uwanda wake na kuikusanya ngano yake galani bali makapi atayateketeza kwa moto usiozimika wacha tukomee hapo kwa sasa Why have I read this for you because baptism always comes after repentance everybody Kwa nini nimekusomea haya ni kwa sababu ubatizo kila mara huja baada ya toba kila mmoja. Kwa hivyo mara tena kwa wale ambao mnaenda kubatizwa, Ninaenda kufanya mwito wa madhabahuni mwishoni mwa haya mafundisho. Lazima uweze kumpokea Yesu mwanzoni. Katika moyo wako na uzitubu dhambi zako zote before you are baptized kabla ubatizwe that's why the baptism of babies is not scriptural ndio maana ubatizo wa watoto wachanga hauko katika maandiko that's why even the baptism that has been done in different churches in different ways kubuka bendera those things are wrong that is the enemy that has entered the church ndio maana hata mambo yale mengine ambayo yamefanywa katika makanisa mengine kama kuvuka bendera na mambo kama hayo huo sio ubatizo huyo ni adui ambaye ameingia kanisani But I want you to know that when John appeared Lakini nataka ujue ya kwamba Yohana alipotokezea John was sent to preach repentance for the remission of sins he baptized them in water Yohana alitumwa kuhubiri toba na kwa ondoleo la dhambi aliwabatiza katika maji And to begin with you see that the message John was carrying was a holy message a glorious message na kwa kuanzia unaona ya kwamba ujumbe ambao Yohana alikuwa ameubeba ulikuwa ujumbe wa utukufu, ujumbe mtakatifu. He did not preach in the temple where his father was ministering, you understand? Na hakwenda kuhubiri hekaluni alikokuwa akihudumu baba yake. Je, waelewa? But John preached in the wilderness. You see that somebody. Lakini Yohana alihubiri nyikani. Je, waona hayo mtu? John was preaching in the wilderness. Yohana alikuwa akihubiri nyikani. 
And when he preached in the wilderness, nyikani, he preached the holy gospel of repentance and turning away from sins. Again, remember that when you be baptized, you have repented and you have accepted that you are turning away from sin. So surely that tells me there is no way you can intentionally begin to go back to sin. And the other thing about baptism, na jambo lingine kuhusu ubatizo and the message of repentance na ujumbe wa toba they go together and you see that John the Baptist somebody listen to me was dressed in camel hair zina ambatana na unaona ya kwamba Yohana mbatizaji hebu nisikilize mtu alikuwa amevalia vazi lake la singa zangamia you see that and he tied a leather belt and yet his father Zechariah had been a priest in the house of the Lord Naye alikuwa na mshipi wa ngozi kiunoni mwake na ilihali baba yake Zekaria alikuwa kuhani wa Bwana. But John did not go to preach the message of repentance to those people in the temple. Lakini Yohana hakuenda kuhubiri ujumbe wa toba kwa wale watu waliokuwemo hekaluni. He went out in the wilderness because of the state of the defilement in the house of the Lord at the time. Alikwenda kule nje nyikani kwa sababu ya hali ya unajisi katika nyumba ya Bwana kwa wakati huo. So surely when John was out in camel hair that is not attractive to the world, right? Kwa hivyo kwa hakiti Yohana alikuwa kule nje katika vazi lake la singa zangamia, hiyo kwa hakika haiupendezi ulimwengu. So I want you to know that the process you are entering into today doesn't have to be attractive to the world. Kwa hivyo nataka ufahamu ya kwamba hatua ambayo unaingia ndani mwake leo hii haipaswi kuwa ya kuuvutia ulimwengu. When John was preaching in the wilderness, camel hair, a leather belt, it looked absolutely crazy. You see that? Wakati Yohana alikuwa akihubiri nyikani, huku amevalia vazi lake la singa zangamia na mshipi wa ngozi kiunoni, ilionekana isiyo ya kawaida kabisa. It looked something out of this world, not of this world. And yet inside that camel hair, inside that leather belt was the glorious message of repentance of the Lord. You see that? Lilionekana jambo lisilo la kawaida katika ulimwengu huu, jambo ambalo haliambatani na ulimwengu huu. Na ilihali ndani mwa hizo singa zangamia na mshipi wa ngozi kulikuwa na ujumbe wa utukufu. And so when you begin today the process of baptism into your life kwa hivyo unapoanza leo hatua ya ubatizo katika maisha yako sanctification that is through baptism you are actually separating from the beauties of the world are we together somebody hatua ya utakaso kupitia ubatizo kimsingi ni kwamba unajitenga tokana na mapambo na mambo ya ulimwengu je unaona hayo mtu I'm raising a foundation so you understand from square one that when you begin the process of sanctification through baptism Ninaanzia maswala ya kimsingi ili ya kwamba uweze kuelewa tokea mwanzoni ya kwamba unapoanza hatua ya ubatizo. You are beginning a walk away from the world. Unaanza mtembeo mbali na ulimwengu. Because you see again like I repeat, John dressed in complete camel hair, a leather belt, eating wild honey and locusts. Maana unaona tena jinsi ninavyorudia kwamba Yohana mbatizaji mwenyewe alikuwa na vazi lake la singa zangamia 
na mshipi wa ngozi kiunoni mwake na chakula chake kilikuwa nzige na asali wa mwitu That is not what the world wants to feed on. Hicho sicho ambacho ulimwengu ungependa kula. That is not the dressing the world wants to have, camel hair, and is in the wilderness somebody. Hayo sio mavazi ambayo ulimwengu ungetaka kuwa nayo. Singa zangamia na yuko nyikani mtu. So today you are beginning a walk away from the beauties of the world. Kwa hivyo leo unaanza mtembeo mbali kutokana na mapambo ya ulimwengu. Like we are going to see very shortly because I'm going to start speaking with you. Jinsi vile tunaenda kuona kwa muda usio mrefu maana naenda kuanza kunena pamoja nanyi. About the deeper level of baptism. Kuhusu viwango vya kilindini kuhusu ubatizo. The finer fabric of baptism into your fiber. How baptism is going to transform you? Maana ya kilindini zaidi ya ubatizo katika nafsi yako na jinsi vile ubatizo unaenda kukubadilisha. And remember that again like I said baptism will kill your flesh today. Nakumbuka tena jinsi nilivyosema ni ya kwamba ubatizo utausulubisha mwili wako leo. And once your flesh is killed, na punde mwili wako unaposulubishwa, you can be able to resurrect as a new spiritual being. Unaweza kufufuka kama kiumbe kipya cha kiroho. That is resurrected under the power of the blood of Jesus. Ambaye amefufuliwa chini ya nguvu za ufufuo za damu ya Yesu. So you can be able to inherit the rapture of the church, the kingdom of God. Ili kwamba uweze kuurithi unyakuzi wa kanisa. Yaani ufalme wa Mungu. But again, the other thing you see about baptism here, I just want you to be aware. Lakini tena swala lingine unaloliona kuhusu ubatizo ambalo ningependa ulijue. Is that John is saying? Ya kwamba Yohana anasema, After him comes the more powerful one. Baada yake anakuja aliye na nguvu na uwezo zaidi. Our Lord Jesus. Bwana wetu Yesu. Whose sandals John is not even able to carry. Ambaye vyetu vyake hata Yohana hastahili kuvibeba. And he will baptize them with the Holy Spirit and with fire. Naye atawabatiza kwa Roho Mtakatifu na kwa moto. So I want you to know that the Holy Spirit of Jehovah God Kwa hivyo ningependa ujue ya kwamba Roho Mtakatifu wa Jehovah Mungu will only come on you atakukujia tu after you have been baptized by water in water. Baada yako kubatizwa na maji katika maji. That is the chronology of events that the Father set out for us. Huo ndio mpangilio wa matukio ambayo Bwana Mungu Baba alitupangia. You have to repent of your sins first. After repenting of your sins, then be baptized like we we'll see very shortly. Lazima uzitubu dhambi zako zote na baada ya kuzitubu dhambi zako ubatizwe jinsi vile tutaona kwa muda usiokuwa mrefu. Which means to die with Christ, be buried with him, then resurrect with him. Inayomaanisha kufa na Kristo kuzikwa pamoja naye na kisha kufufuliwa naye And then very clearly you see that John is talking of an act shocker He is already saying there is an act that's already at the foot of the tree Na kisha unaona ya kwamba Yohana ananena kuhusu shoka Anasema tayari kuna shoka ambalo liko mashinani pa miti Again I just want you to know Na tena ningependa upate kujua That with baptism also comes judgment the judgment of the Lord so you are not ignorant so you become mature Christians different from the others out there who don't know Ya kwamba pamoja na ubatizo huja hukumu ya Bwana ili kwamba upate kujua na kumakinika na kuwa tofauti na Wakristo wengine kule nje ambao wanadhani ya kwamba unaweza kubatizwa na urudi katika dhambi za zina lakini 
anasema kwamba shoka tayari liko mashinani pa miti If you have repented and you have been baptized ikiwa umetubu na umebatizwa then please produce fruit in keeping with repentance somebody you see that basi tafadhali zaa matunda yapasayo toba je unaona hayo mtu produce fruit otherwise the ark is already at the foot of the tree now that is interesting to me why zaa matunda yapasayo toba maana tayari shoka liko mashinani pa miti na hiyo ni ya kunipendeza mimi kwa nini Because the one that is coming after John kwa sababu yule anayekuja baada ya Yohana he says he's coming with a winnowing fork anasema ya kwamba anakuja na pepeto lake you see that he's going to separate the wheat from the chaff anaenda kuitenganisha ngano kutoka kwa makapi and he's going to burn the chaff with unquenchable fire na anaenda kuyateketeza makapi kwa moto usiozimika Now listen to me precious people. Na sasa nisikilizeni watu wa dhamani. When the Holy Spirit of Jehovah God. Wakati Roho Mtakatifu wa Jehovah Mungu. Will come and touch you after baptism. Atakuja na kukuguza baada ya ubatizo. Some of you I know you've not received the Holy Spirit. Baadhi yenu unajua kwamba hamjampokea Roho Mtakatifu. And many times if you've been to our baptism, people can be baptized by the Holy Spirit immediately in the pool after they've been baptized. Na mara nyingi ikiwa umekuwa katika ubatizo wetu ni kwamba watu wanaweza kubatizwa na Roho Mtakatifu majini punde tu baada ya kubatizwa. So some of you may be touched here today depending on the will of the Father. Kwa hivyo baadhi yenu mnaweza kuguzwa hapa siku hii ya leo kulingana na mapenzi ya Baba. With the Holy Spirit after you've been baptized in water. Mnaweza kuguzwa na Roho Mtakatifu baada yenu kubatizwa majini. But remember that when the Holy Spirit comes. Lakini kumbuka ya kwamba Roho Mtakatifu anapokuja. He's going to empower you. Anaenda kukutia uwezo. He's going to sanctify you. Anaenda kukutakasa. He's going to cause you to walk in the ways of the Lord, the righteous ways of the Lord. Anaenda kukusababisha kutembea katika njia za Mungu, njia za haki za Bwana. But when the Holy Spirit comes lakini ajapo roho mtakatifu he also comes with the fire of Jehovah God pia anakuja na moto wa Jehovah Mungu that is the fire that you now see that's unquenchable and is burning the chaff huo ndio moto ambao unaona ya kwamba ni moto usiozimika na ni moto ambao unateketeza makapi so baptism actually is meant to purify you so you can make it into the kingdom of God kwa hivyo kwa hakika ubatizo uko pale kukutakasa ili uweze kufaulu kuingia katika ufalme wa Mungu. It makes me wonder as those that have not been baptized. Inanisababisha niwe na wasiwasi kuhusu wale ambao hawajabatizwa. No wonder now they are calling the radio and saying please we all want to be baptized in Anglican because they found out that actually if anything happens to them without baptism they are in a very bad place. Na ndio maana wanapiga simu hasa sana waanglikana wakisema kwamba tunataka kubatizwa. Maana wanagundua kwamba unyakuzi ukitendeka sasa hivi utawapata mahali pabaya sana. But I just want before we proceed father that you understand the key event here. Number one. Lakini nataka ya kwamba upate kuelewa matukio ya muhimu kabla tuendelee na ya mwanzo. Repentance. You have to repent receive Christ. Toba. Lazima utubu umpokee Kristo. That repentance means you are walking in this direction and then you are turning around and heading where? This way. Toba inamaanisha ulikuwa unatembea unaenda katika mwelekeo huu na kisha unageuka unachukua mwelekeo mwingine tofauti. Let us be clear on that one everybody. Wacha tuwe wazi kuhusu hilo kila mmoja. Again repentance means you have been going in this way. 
maana toba inamaanisha ulikuwa ukielekea katika mwelekeo huu sexual sin dhambi za zina the lying the lusting at women uongo na kutamani wanawake lusting at men kutamani wanaume the love of money which slandering phone calls that are unclean upendo wa pesa uchawi masengenyo na simu ambazo zina unajisi and then you turn this way na kisha unageuka katika mwelekeo tofauti and baptism will enhance you and bring you to another level in your walk towards Christ na ubatizo utakutia nguvu utakuimarisha na kukuleta katika kiwango kingine katika mtembeo wako na Kristo Matthew chapter 3 and look at what he says here katika Mathayo mlango wa tatu natazama anachosema hapa. Hallelujah. Verse 13. Hallelujah katika mstari wa 13. Then Jesus came from the Galilee to the Jordan to be baptized by John. You see that? Wakati huo Yesu akaja kutoka Galilaya mpaka Yordani kwa Yohana ili abatizwe. But John tried to decide saying I need to be baptized by you. And do you come to me? Lakini Yohana alitaka kumzuia akisema mimi nahitaji kubatizwa na wewe nawe waja kwangu Jesus replied verse 15 everybody Mstari wa 15 Yesu akajibu akasema Let it be so now it is proper for us to do this to fulfill all righteousness Yesu akajibu akamwambia kubali hivi sasa kwa kuwa ndivyo itupasavyo kuitimiza haki yote Why would Jesus accept that John the Baptist baptizes him? Kwa nini Yesu akubali kwamba Yohana mbatizaji ambatize? Remember in the beginning. Kumbuka pale mwanzoni. Our Lord Jesus, John chapter 1 verse 1 read at home later. Bwana wetu Yesu katika kitabu cha Yohana mlango wa kwanza mstari wa kwanza jisomee nyumbani baadaye. Our Lord Jesus here the same level of glory as the Father. Bwana wetu Yesu Kristo alikuwa na kiwango sawa cha utukufu kama baba yetu. In the beginning was the word. Pale mwanzoni palikuweko neno. The word was with God. Neno alikuweko na Mungu. The word was God. Na neno alikuwa Mungu. Even later before he leaves his disciples, he said, "Father, these are the ones you have given me." Hata baadaye kabla awaache wanafunzi wake anasema baba hawa ndio ulionipa So even as I leave father protect them from the evil one Kwa hivyo hata ninapoondoka baba walinde kutokana na muovu And remember in the beginning as it was with the same glory with you Nakumbuka jinsi ilivyokuwa mwanzoni na utukufu sawa pamoja nawe. Remind the father of the original glory he had with the father. Anamkumbusha baba kuhusu utukufu wa mwanzoni aliokuwa nao sawa na baba. But Jesus chose to leave glory and come down here because he had to show you the way. Lakini Yesu alichagua kuuacha utukufu na kushuka hapa chini duniani kwa sababu alikuwa akuoneshe njia. Do you hear me somebody? Je, wanisikia mtu? That's why he comes to John the Baptist. Na ndio maana anamjia Yohana Mbatizaji. And he allows John the Baptist to baptize him. Na anamruhusu Yohana Mbatizaji ambatize. So you can see the way. Ili kwamba uione njia. How to go? The way to go, which way to go? Njia ya kwenda jinsi ya kwenda na mwelekeo upi wa kuenda. He says let it be done to fulfill all righteousness. 
anasema wacha itendeke ili kutimiliza haki yote so when i leave these people will know without ambiguity without confusion which way to go ili kwamba nitakapoondoka hawa watu watajua waziwazi ile njia ya kuienda otherwise the lord jesus said i'm glorious enough i'm holy enough in other words he was actually blameless kwa maneno mengine bwana wetu yesu kristo angesema ya kwamba mimi ni mwenye haki kabisa mimi ni mtakatifu kwa maneno mengine alikuwa bila lawama. He was unblemished. He could have refused to be baptized. Hakuwa na mawaa yoyote. Angekataa kubatizwa. But he did it for your sake somebody. Lakini alifanya kwa ajili yako mtu. Let us continue. Wacha tuendelee. 16. As soon as Jesus was baptized, he went up out of the water. And at that moment heaven opened and the spirit of the Lord hallelujah descending like a dove and lighting on him and then a voice from heaven said this is my son whom I love with him I am well please let's stop there Naye Yesu alipokwisha kubatizwa mara akapanda kutoka majini na tazama mbingu zikamfunukia akamuona roho wa Mungu akishuka kama hua akija juu yake na tazama sauti kutoka mbinguni ikisema huyu ni mwanangu mpendwa wangu ninayependezwa naye I'm just giving you the chronology of events Ninakupatia tu mpangilio wa matukio that takes place from before you become a Christian until you right into the kingdom of God Unaotendeka kabla uwe mkristo hadi uingie katika ufalme wa Mungu Listen to this Sikiza haya You repent of your sins you receive Jesus Unazitubu dhambi zako unampokea Yesu Repenting meaning you walking this way turn back this way receive Jesus Kutubu inamaanisha ulikuwa ukitembea kwenda katika mwelekeo huu unageuka kwenda katika mwelekeo tofauti unampokea Yesu And then you be baptized in water for the remission of sins Na kisha unabatizwa katika maji kwa ondoleo la dhambi But after that Lakini baada ya hapo He says there is the baptism of the Holy Spirit and there is also the fire that burning the chaff and the axe at the foot of the tree. Ya kwamba kunao ubatizo wa Roho Mtakatifu na kunao moto usiozimika na pia kuna shoka mashinani pa mti. The judgment of the Lord that comes upon you when you don't walk right after baptism somebody. Hukumu ya Bwana ambayo inakuja juu yako mtu ikiwa hautatembea katika haki baada ya ubatizo mtu. And then after that na kisha baada ya hapo you see very clearly that every time a voice appears unaona kwa wazi sana kwamba kila mara sauti inapotokea preaching repentance repent repent somebody ikihubiri toba tubuni tubuni tubu mtu repent the kingdom of god is near repent then very soon the lord will appear tubuni tubuni ufalme wa mungu umekaribia hiyo inamaanisha ya kwamba karibuni kabisa Bwana atatokea. And I want you to know that our God is not democratic. Na ninataka ujue ya kwamba Mungu wetu sio wa kidemokrasia. And that's why I've been wondering a lot about the nations of the earth. Na ndio maana nimekuwa nikijiuliza sana kuhusu mataifa ya ulimwengu. You see he is speaking to them from Kenya here. Unaona anawanenea kutoka hapa Kenya. He is speaking to Texas now the earthquake we talked about. Ananenea Texas sasa tetemeko la ardhi tulionena kulihusu. And he speaking to Malawi from here. He spoke the tsunami from here. Na anawanenea Malawi toka hapa. Alinena tsunami tokea hapa. He spoke Katrina from here. He speaking them from here. And every time his word goes out. Alinena Katrina kutoka hapa. 
ananema haya yote tokea hapa na kila mara wakati neno lake linatoka nje lazima neno lake litimilizwe na unaona ya kwamba Yohana Mbatizaji alipokuwa akihubiri toba kwa ondoleo la dhambi he only operated around the Jordan River around the Judea there he did not reach North Korea South Korea he did not reach South Africa aliweza kutenda tu karibu pale na mto Yorodani pale katika maeneo ya Judea hakufika Korea Kusini Korea Kaskazini hakufika Afrika Kusini he did not reach all the other places the Lord did not say just a moment this is unfair hakufika mahali pengine pote Bwana hakusema ngoja kidogo. Hii sio yenye haki. Let us finish this. You come first South Africa, get to China. Wacha tumalize haya we kuja kwanza Afrika Kusini, ufike Uchina. India and then come back here before the Lord can appear. Fike India kisha urudi hapa kabla Bwana atokee. So our God's ways we cannot take his ways for granted. Kwa hivyo njia za Mungu wetu hatuwezi kuzichukulia kwa mzaha. You see that immediately John is preaching repentance. Unaona ya kwamba punde Yohana anapohubiri toba. Around the Jordan River and baptizing and in a short while behold the lamb of God katika yale maeneo ya mto Yordani huku akibatiza na kisha kwa kitambo kidogo unasikia tazama mwana kondoo wa Mungu aziondoae dhambi za ulimwengu je waona hayo Jesus appeared somebody Yesu akaja mtu And when Jesus appeared na wakati Yesu anajitokeza the lamb of god that takes away the sins of the world yeye aliye mwana kondoo wa Mungu aziondoae dhambi za ulimwengu then you see that John is baptizing him there na sasa unaona kwamba Yohana anambatiza mle ndani but what do you see happening heaven open you see that the father now is able to open heaven lakini unaona nini kikitendeka mbingu inafunuka unaona sasa baba anaweza kuifunua mbingu because Jesus is teaching us the way how to go which way to go maana Yesu anatufundisha njia njia gani ya kuenda na namna ya kuenda when the lord jesus is baptized wakati bwana yesu anabatizwa after he's been baptized baada ya yeye kubatizwa he comes out of the water heaven opens and now the baptism of the holy spirit you see that somebody anainuka juu kutoka majini mbingu zinafunuka na sasa ubatizo wa roho mtakatifu je unaona hayo mtu now the holy spirit comes like a dove and lights on him sasa Roho Mtakatifu anakuja kama huwa na kutulia juu yake. And when the Holy Spirit lights on him, the Father is able to speak about his love to Christ and the fact that this is my son. Na wakati Roho Mtakatifu anatulia juu yake, Baba sasa anaweza kunena kuhusu upendo wake juu ya Yesu. Anasema huyu ni mwanangu. Now how does that relate to you? Sasa hiyo inahusiana vipi nawe? That means immediately you have been baptized in water then you should expect the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Hiyo inamaanisha punde tu baada yako kubatizwa katika maji basi tarajia ubatizo wa Roho Mtakatifu. You cannot make it into the kingdom of God remember without the Holy Spirit. Hauwezi kufaulu kuingia katika ufalme wa mbinguni bila ya Roho Mtakatifu. Kumbuka hayo. The Holy Spirit has to sanctify you. Lazima Roho Mtakatifu akutakase. Has to kill you completely. Lazima ausulubishe mwili wako kikamilifu. Has to finish the good work that the blood of Jesus has done. Lazima akamilishe kazi nzuri ambayo damu ya Yesu imetenda. The Holy Spirit has been given authority and power. 
and jurisdiction and mandate to prepare the church and you are the church for the kingdom of God. Roho Mtakatifu amepewa nguvu na uwezo na mamlaka yote ya kuliandaa kanisa na kumbuka wewe ndiwe kanisa kwa ajili ya ufalme wa Mungu. And you see that immediately you are baptized then now you have essentially entered into sonship with God in heaven. Na sasa unaona kwamba punde tu unapobatizwa umeingia katika uwana na Mungu Baba wa mbinguni. You see how important baptism is? Je, unaona jinsi ubatizo ni wa muhimu? Immediately is baptized. Heaven opens. This is my son. You women and men, boys and girls, you are all going to enter into sonship with Jehovah God in heaven. Punde tu anapobatizwa, huyu ni mwanangu. Ninayependezwa naye. Kumaanisha enyi wanaume kwa wanawake wote mnaenda kuingia katika uwana na baba wetu Jehovah wa mbinguni kupitia ubatizo. And remember Paul chapter 4 you see that immediately the Holy Spirit come. Now the Holy Spirit can teach the Lord Jesus even how to overcome the devil. Na sasa unaona kuendelea katika mlango wa nne ya kwamba Roho Mtakatifu sasa anakuja na sasa anaweza kumfunza bwana wetu Yesu Kristo hata jinsi vile ya kumshinda ibilisi. You see that chapter Paul you see that he is heading to the wilderness. Katika mlango wa nne unaona ya kwamba anaelekea jangwani. Now I just want to mention two items there. Na sasa ningependa kutaja mambo mawili pale. Number one. Ya kwanza Immediately some of you I know you've been living in certain relationships, certain arrangements, certain connections, certain network of friends. Baadhi yenu unajua ya kwamba mmekuwa mkiishi katika uhusiano fulani, muunganiko fulani na uhusiano fulani na marafiki fulani. But immediately this baptism will take place here. Lakini punde tu ubatizo huu utakapotendeka hapa. Listen me very carefully and then the baptism of the Holy Spirit and the fire takes place. Nisikize kwa makini sana na kisha ubatizo wa Roho Mtakatifu na ubatizo wa moto kutendeka. What is going to happen here? The chaff has to be burned. Nini kinaenda kutendeka hapa? Makapi sharti yateketezwe. Sio, that means some of your friends, your connections are going to start cutting. Inayomaanisha baadhi ya marafiki wako, wahusika wako wanaenda kuanza kujitenga. And that's why you see the trial that Jesus had to go through. Na ndio maana unaona majaribu ambayo Yesu alipaswa kuyapitia. That is the trial you are going to go through. Hayo ndio majaribio ambayo unaenda kuyapitia. You are going to wonder how come now that I'm baptized after all these years. Unaenda kushangaa inawezekanaje kwamba sasa nimebatizwa baada ya miaka hii mingi? All of a sudden I've just lost my job. Mara moja hivi nimepoteza kazi yangu. And some of you begin questioning God. I've had people question the Lord. Na baadhi yenu mnaanza kumuuliza Mungu maswali. Nimewasikia watu wakimuuliza Mungu maswali. They say if surely I've been baptized should have been better. Wanasema ikiwa kwa hakika nimebatizwa basi ingekuwa afadhali. But I started by saying Lakini nilianza kwa kusema that the figure that John the Baptist was ya kwamba umbo lile alilokuwa nando Yohana mbatizaji was not pleasing to the world. Halikuwa la kuvutia ulimwengu. Remember our God is going to bless you that is all right. Kumbuka Mungu wetu anaenda kukubariki. Hiyo ni sawa. But I'm just talking about the structure and the figure that John wore. Lakini ninanena kuhusu umbo na sura ambayo Yohana alivalia. He that brought the message of repentance at that time before the kingdom of God. Yeye aliyeuleta ujumbe wa toba wakati huo kabla ya ufalme wa Mungu. It was camel hair and a leather belt. That is the least of what the world really wants to wear. Ilikuwa nguo ya singa zangamia 
na mshipi wa ngozi hayo ndiyo ya chini kabisa ambayo ulimwengu huu ungependa kuvalia and he was feeding on locusts which means even your diet is going to change na alikuwa akila nzige kumaanisha hata ulaji wako unaenda kubadilika some of you physical diet may change baadhi yenu ulaji wenu wa kiasilia unaweza kubadilika but i'm talking about your spiritual diet here lakini mimi nanena kuhusu ulaji wako ama chakula chako cha kiroho your diet is going to change you're going to stop feeding on something else even though not popular to the world ulaji wako wa kiroho unaenda kubadilika unaenda kuanza kula kitu tofauti ambacho hata hivyo hakitakuwa cha kuupendeza ulimwengu even though it may not be vitimbi here vihoja mahakamani hata kama haitakuwa vitimbi hapa na vioja mahakamani lakini itakuwa ni chakula cha ufalme wa Mungu right? maana yeye ndiye mkate wa kweli sawa na unaenda kuingia katika uhusiano wa karibu sana naye nataka kutaja kwamba unaenda kuingia katika uwana na Jehova Mungu And the other thing the second thing is temptations and trial are going to set in. Na jambo lingine ni ya kwamba majaribio yanaenda kuingia. You're going to see some of your friends break up. Unaenda kuona baadhi ya marafiki zako wakikuondokea. You're going to see that you don't even like watching some of those TV programs because the process you're going to enter into is a process of spiritual sanctification. Unaenda kuona ya kwamba haupendi tena kutazama baadhi ya hivyo vipindi maana hatua ambayo unaenda kuingia ndani mwake ni hatua ya utakaso wa kiroho. You may not understand why all of a sudden you don't like this soap opera that you used to watch Quando nini nini those programs right you are not going to like those programs Unaenda kupata ya kwamba mara moja hivi haupendi tena hicho kipindi ambacho umekuwa ukifuatilia utapata kwamba hauvipendi tena You are going to begin liking more things about the Lord you are going to like reading the Bible Unaenda kupenda mambo mengi sana kumuhusu Bwana. Utapenda kusoma Biblia. You're going to not like hanging out with people that are drinking in the bars or whatever. Friday night, you're not going to be found in those places. Hautaenda kupenda tena kukaa na watu ambao wanakunywa na kulewa katika mabaa, katika usiku wa Ijumaa. Hautapenda tena mambo hayo. Because you're going to be set apart, separated and sanctified and prepared for the kingdom of God. Maana unaenda kutengwa Unaenda kutakaswa na kusafishwa na kuandaliwa kwa ufalme wa Mungu. I'm going to read one more scripture and then we'll go now to the next level. Naenda kusoma kifungo kingine kimoja kisha tuingie katika kiwango kinachofuata. Let us go to the book of Romans chapter 6. Twende katika kitabu cha Warumi mlango wa sita. Even as we continue on baptism. Hata tunapoendelea kuhusu ubatizo. And then I'll bring you to the next level the key now for today. Alafu nitawaleta katika kiwango kingine cha muhimu katika siku hii. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 6. Warumi mlango wa sita. And then I'll bring you to the next level. Na kisha nitawaleteni katika kiwango kifuatacho. I'll talk about the gown that you wear after baptism. Okay, let's first read Romans chapter 6. Nitanena kuhusu vazi la harusi unalolivalia baada ya ubatizo. Lakini wacha tusome katika Warumi mlango wa sita. Anasema Very carefully everybody listen. Kila mtu sikiliza kwa makini sana. What shall we say then? Shall we go on sinning so the grace may increase? Anasema tuseme nini basi? Tudumu katika dhambi ili neema izidi kuwa nyingi? Now that is the tragedy in which the church has found herself in, right? Sasa hilo ndilo tatizo ambalo kanisa limejipata ndani mwake. Sawa? The church said no we have the grace you see 
kanisa lilisema la tunayo neema tuna neema they said the grace is sufficient walisema neema inatutosha tuna neema so they have actually abused the grace kwa hivyo kwa hakika wameitusi neema because they have continued sinning after they received the spirit of grace you see that maana wameendelea kutenda dhambi hata baada ya kumpokea roho wa neema but i'm bringing it forth i am submitting this to you today lakini ninakuletea haya siku ya leo that after your baptism today ya kwamba baada ya ubatizo wako leo hii you should in no way get involved in intentional sins haupaswi katika njia yoyote ile kujiingiza katika dhambi za kukusudia tena you cannot abuse the grace of our lord like you see very shortly when i talk about the gown that you wear after baptism Hauwezi kuitusi neema ya Bwana wetu Yesu Kristo jinsi utakavyoona kwa muda usio mrefu wakati nitanena kuhusu vazi unalovalia baada ya ubatizo. You see that you cannot abuse the grace of our Lord because that grace was designed and was made by God and given to you at a very expensive price. Hauwezi kuitukana neema ya Bwana wetu Yesu Kristo maana hiyo neema ilipangwa na kupeanwa kwako kwa gharama kuu sana. So he says, what shall we say then? Shall we go on sinning so that the grace may increase? He says, by no means. The answer is no. We die to sin. How can we live in it any longer somebody? Anasema, tuseme nini basi? Tudumu katika dhambi ili neema izidi kuwa nyingi. Anasema, la. Jibu ni la. Sisi tulioifia dhambi tutaishije tena katika dhambi mtu. You are going to die to sin today. Unaenda kuifia dhambi leo hii. How can you continue living in sin if you have died to sin? Utaendeleaje kuishi katika dhambi ikiwa umeifia hiyo dhambi? Surely there has to be a change, right? Hakika lazima kuwe na mabadiliko, sawa? And that's why John was saying. Na ndio maana Yohana alikuwa akisema, The axe is already at the foot of the tree unless you produce fruit in keeping with repentance. Good fruit is said, you are going to be cut down somebody. You see that? Anasema tayari shoka liko mashinani pa miti na usipozaa matunda ya pasayo toba matunda mazuri mtu utakatwa unaona hiyo That means you begin bearing fruit you must bear fruit let's continue Inamaanisha unaanza kuzaa tunda na ni lazima uzae tunda Oh don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death Hamfahamu ya kuwa sisi sote tuliobatizwa katika Kristo Yesu tulibatizwa katika mauti yake. And he says, we were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. Let me stop there for a while. Na anasema, basi tulizikwa pamoja naye kwa njia ya ubatizo katika mauti yake kusudi kama Kristo alivyofufuka katika wafu kwa njia ya utukufu wa baba vivyo hivyo na sisi tuenende katika upya wa uzima wacha nikomee hapo mtu listen to me precious people nisikilizeni watu wa dhamani that is the process of baptism that you're going to go through here hiyo ndio hatua ya ubatizo ambao unaenda kupitia hapa the killing of flesh the burial dying with him and then the burial with him in the water through baptism and then the resurrection with Christ kuwa mwili kufa pamoja naye na kisha kuzikwa pamoja naye katika maji na kufufuliwa pamoja naye Kristo that why i said baptism is not a physical process ndio maana nilisema kwamba ubatizo sio tendo la kimwili you should be anticipating the receiving of the spirit of the lord 
lazima uwe unatarajia sana kumpokea roho mtakatifu wa Mungu You should be looking forward to receiving the Holy Spirit of Jehovah. You see that? Lazima uwe unatarajia kumpokea Roho Mtakatifu wa Jehovah. Because he says you are going to die to flesh, to die with him and then you are going to be buried with him in the water. Maana alisema unaenda kuhofia mwili, kufa pamoja naye na kisha kuzikwa pamoja naye katika maji and then resurrected by him. Na kisha ufufuliwe na yeye. Now listen to this. Sasa sikiliza haya. Our Lord Jesus when he died, the Holy Spirit of Jehovah God was able to raise him from the dead into glory. You see that? Wakati Bwana wetu Yesu Kristo alipokufa, Roho Mtakatifu aliweza kumfufua katika utukufu. Je, waona hayo? That's why I said the Holy Spirit is very critical in this process of baptism somebody. Ndio maana nilisema kwamba Roho Mtakatifu ni muhimu sana katika hatua hii ya ubatizo mtu. The Holy Spirit is very central because it is he the person of the Holy Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. Roho Mtakatifu ni muhimu sana maana ni yeye mtu wa Roho Mtakatifu aliyemfufua Kristo kutoka katika kifo. And he's going to raise you today. Naye anaenda kukufufua leo. That means today you begin to wear a new identity. Hiyo inamaanisha leo unaenda kuvalia kitambulisho kipya. Today you cannot even identify with sin anymore. Leo hata uwezi kujitambulisha na dhambi tena. I know you are going to fall at times here and there. Maybe you made a mistake and you did something, but you say it accidentally it's alright. Najua unaenda kuanguka labda hapa na pale ulifanya kosa kwa kutojua. Anasema kwa kutojua ni sawa. You can say Lord give me a hand I slipped I fell here. Unaweza kusema baba nisaidie nipe mkono niliteleza nikaanguka hapa. I did not know when I was putting this here. I was doing this. Sikujua kwamba nilipokuwa nikiyaweka haya hapa nilikuwa nafanya hivi. I did not know when I was telling this sister to go to the other brother to be told that that brother was going to go into sexual sin with her. Sikujua kwamba nilipokuwa nikimwambia huyu mwanadada aende kwa yule ndugu amfunze. Sikujua kwamba wataanguka katika dhambi ya zina. Those are accidental ways of sinning, unintentional. Hizo ni njia za kiajali za kutenda dhambi bila kukusudia. But we cannot go ahead and sin intentionally anymore. Lakini hatuwezi kuendelea na kutenda dhambi kwa kujua tena. Because we are being killed, we are dying to sin. How can we continue living in sin somebody? Maana tunauawa, tunaifia dhambi. Tutaendeleaje kuishi katika dhambi mtu? But what is talking about here? In other words, when you go into this baptism here. Hicho ndicho anachonena kukihusu hapa. Kwa maneno mengine unapoingia katika ubatizo huu hapa leo You are actually replicating what Jesus did in Isaiah 53. Hakika unafanya kile ambacho Yesu alitenda katika Isaiah mlango wa 53. When he died for you and after dying for you he was able to crucify the flesh and then resurrect eventually somebody. Wakati alipokufia alipozifia dhambi zako aliweza kuusulubisha mwili na hatimaye akaweza kufufuka mtu. Je, unaona ninachokinenea hapa? What do you wear after baptism especially in these last days when we are preparing for the rapture of the church? Unavalia nini baada ya ubatizo? Hasa katika hizi siku za mwisho ambazo tunajiandaa kwa ajili ya unyakuzi wa kanisa. Definitely you are wearing a different gown right now. Bila shaka sasa hivi umevalia vazi tofauti. Those of you that have not been baptized. Wale ambao hamjabatizwa. But after baptism you are going to wear another gown because he says you are going to qualify for the kingdom of God. Lakini baada ya ubatizo unaenda kuvalia vazi lingine tofauti. 
maana anasema utapata hitimisho la kuingia katika ufalme wa Mungu. He going to say this is my son whom I love with him I'm well pleased. And remember sonship encompasses both women and men. Anaenda kusema huyu ni mwanangu mpenzi wangu ninayependezwa naye nakumbuka uwana ni kwa wanaume na wanawake wote and for you to be able to qualify into the kingdom of god na kwako wewe kuweza kufaulu kuingia katika ufalme wa Mungu to qualify to be taken up in the rapture ufaulu kuchukuliwa katika unyakuzi that means you are able to be sanctified clean be glorious and wear the wedding gown of the rapture of the church kumaanisha unaweza kutakaswa kusafishwa kuwa wa utukufu na kuvalia vazi la utukufu la unyakuzi wa kanisa. So I want to bring to you today a new aspect of this today. Kwa hivyo ningependa kuwaletea mtazamo mpya wa mambo haya leo. That you are going to wear the wedding gown beginning today. Ya kwamba unaenda kuvalia vazi la harusi kuanzia leo hii. But the problem is not wearing the wedding gown. Lakini shida sio kuvalia vazi la harusi. Because the wedding gown maana vazi la harusi has been prepared for all people. Limeandaliwa kwa ajili ya watu wote. Everybody that confesses and says Jesus is Lord, I receive him today. I repent today. Kila mtu anayekini na kusema kwamba Yesu ni bwana Ninampokea leo, ninatubu leo. I am baptized today. Ninabatizwa leo. Everybody qualifies for the wedding gown Isaiah 53. Kila mtu anafaulu kupata vazi la harusi katika Isaya mlango wa 53. The problem now becomes how do you keep the gown glorious, bright and clean? Do you hear me? Shida inakuwa sasa utahifadhi vipi vazi la harusi likiwa la kungaa? safi na bila madoa je wanisikia the wedding gown that you wear even as you qualify today vazi la harusi unalovalia hata unapohitimishwa leo for the kingdom of god kwa ajili ya ufalme wa Mungu and we all are aware that the rapture is near na sote tufahamu ya kwamba unyakuzi umekaribia there's no time for daily dealing around hakuna wakati wa kucheza hapa na pale are we aware amen in the name of jesus je tunafahamu hayo i'm reading now zechariah chapter 3 precious people sasa ninasoma katika zekaria mlango wa tatu watu wa dhamani And this is what he says here and I want you to be able to see yourself there. I'm reading Zechariah chapter 3 pay attention everybody. Hikindicho anachosema hapa na ningependa uweze kujiona ndani mwa hili andiko. Kwa hivyo makinika kila mmoja. He says, then he showed me Joshua the high priest standing before the angel of the Lord and Satan standing on his right hand side to accuse him. Anasema kisha akanionyesha Joshua kuhani mkuu amesimama mbele ya malaika wa Bwana na shetani amesimama mkono wake wa kuume ili kushindana naye The Lord said to Satan the Lord rebuke you Satan the Lord who has chosen Jerusalem rebuke you is not this man a burning stick snatched from the fire Bwana akamwambia shetani Bwana na akukemee ewe shetani naam Bwana aliyechagua Yerusalemu na akukemee je hiki si kinga kilichotolewa motoni Basri now Joshua was dressed in filthy clothes those of you that are not yet baptized you see you are dressing right now Mstari wa tatu basi Joshua alikuwa amevaa nguo chafu sana ninyi ambao hamjabatizwa mnaona kila ambacho mmevalia sasa hivi 
You are dressed in filthy clothes, somebody. Whoever has not repented is dressed in filthy clothes. But let's continue. He said, now Joshua was dressed in filthy clothes as he stood before the angel. And the angel said to those who were standing before him, Hallelujah. The angel said to those who were standing before him, Take off his filthy clothes. Then he said to Joshua, See, I have taken away your sins, and I will put a rich garment, I will put rich garments on you. Anasema basi Yoshua alikuwa mevanguo chafu sana, na alikuwa kisimama mbele ya malaika. Naye huyo akajibu wakawambia wale waliosimama mbele yake akisema, Mvuweni nguo hizi zenye uchafu. Kisha akamwambia yeye, tazama nimekuondolea uovu wako. Nami nitakuvika mavazi ya thamani nyingi. So actually the true meaning of the process you are going to go through today. Kwa hivyo kwa hakika maana ya kweli ya hatua ambayo unaenda kupitia leo hii, is the wearing of a glorious garment. Ni kuvalia vazi la utukufu that qualifies you for the kingdom of God. Do you hear me somebody? Ambalo linakuhitimisha kuingia katika ufalme wa Mungu. If I were to summarize for you what you are going to go through those of you that have not been baptized is that today you are actually going to wear a gown that is going to be able to qualify you for the kingdom of God. Without that gown you cannot make it into the kingdom of God. Bila hilo vazi hauwezi kufaulu kuingia katika ufalme wa Mungu. And that's why he says the clothes were filthy here. Na ndio maana anasema nguo zilikuwa chafu sana hapa. And so he orders and he says. Na hivyo basi anaamuru na anasema. Then he said Joshua see I have taken away your sins. Your sins are going to be buried in that water somebody. Anasema kisha akamwambia Yoshua, nimekuondolea uovu wako wote. Kumaanisha kwamba dhambi zako zinaenda kuzikwa katika maji haya leo mtu. Do you hear me? Everything that is according to the flesh, the sinful desires of the flesh. Kila dhambi ambayo iko kulingana na mwili, kulingana na tamaa za uovu za mwili, is going to be buried into this water here. Inaenda kuzikwa katika maji haya leo. And that means essentially what is going to happen is that you are going to wear a new gown, a glorious gown. Na hiyo inamaanisha kimsingi kinachokwenda kutendeka ni kwamba unaenda kuvalia vazi jipya, vazi lenye utukufu that will qualify you for the kingdom of God. Ambalo litakuhitimisha kwa ajili ya ufalme wa Mungu. You see that? And I continue here somebody listen to what he says. Na ninaendelea hapa mtu sikiliza anachosema. You see? And I'll put on you rich garments, you see? Na nitakupatia mavazi yenye thamani. Then he said, put a clean turban on his head verse five. So they put a clean turban on his head and clothed him while the angel of the Lord stood by. Mstari wa 5 anasema, nikasema, na wampige kilemba kizuri kichwani pake. Basi wakampiga kilemba kizuri kichwani pake, wakamvika mavazi. Naye malaika wa Bwana akasimama karibu. Now why am I reading that verse for you? Na sasa ni kwa nini ninakusomea hicho kifungu? Because I want you to understand that even today as you begin the process of qualifying to enter the kingdom of God, 
maana nataka uelewe ya kwamba hata leo unapoanza hatua ya kuhitimishwa kuingia katika ufalme wa Mungu kupitia ubatizo ambao unaenda kuua mwili flesh, na kuua tamaa za dhambi za mwili wako that is not a process that you have actually qualified for hiyo sio hatua ambayo umehitimu kwake because you have merit it is not based on your merit that you are going to qualify for heaven today kwa sababu umestahili hailingani na kustahili kwako ya kwamba utaingia mbinguni leo do you hear me somebody it is based on the merit of the blood of jesus inalingana na kustahili kwa damu ya Yesu that is just the design of the father huo ndio mpango wa baba that what the father designed so he may be able to redeem you hicho ndicho alichokipanga baba ili kwamba uweze kukukomboa there is nothing you have done that says for me i qualify for this hakuna kitu ulichofanya ambacho kinasema kwamba kwangu mimi nastahili kwa haya kuliko wengine that's why he says very clearly here verse 4 ndio sababu anasema hapo kwa wazi kabisa katika mstari wa 4 Then the angel says those who are standing before him take off his filthy clothes. Naye huyo malaika akajibu akawaambia wale waliosimama mbele yake akisema mvueni nguo hizi zenye uchafu. Our father Jehovah God before you were created in the physical. Baba wetu Mungu wetu Jehovah Mungu kabla umwe katika hali ya kimwili. He already had a plan for you that you should be sanctified. Tayari alikuwa na mpango kwako ya kwamba utakaswe. Our father already designed a plan for your sanctification. That's why the book of 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 he says Baba wetu tayari alikuwa na mpango tangia mwanzoni kwa ajili ya utakaso wako. Na ndio maana katika kitabu cha Wathesalonike wa kwanza mlango wa 4 anasema Therefore it was God's will that you be sanctified. Kwa hivyo yalikuwa mapenzi ya Mungu ya kwamba mtakaswe. He already prepared this not by any merit of what you have done. Tayari alikushaandaa sio kwa kustahili kwa chochote ulichokifanya. And number two, what do you see there? Na ya pili unaona nini pale? Joshua he is telling the people send those are the angels by the way. Anawaambia wale watu waliosimama pale nakumbuka hao ni malaika. The angel of the Lord is Christ Jesus by the way if you want to know. Malaika wa Bwana ni Kristo Yesu ikiwa unataka kujua. He is telling the other angels standing next to Joshua, say, take off his filthy clothes. Anawaambia wale malaika wengine waliosimama karibu naye ya kwamba ondoa nguo zake yoshua zenye uchafu mwingi sana. What does that tell you about the baptism you are going into today? Hiyo inakwambia nini kuhusu ubatizo ambao unaupitia leo hii? That tells you that actually Jehovah God is the one that has already tailor made for you. Hiyo inakwambia kwamba kwa hakika Jehovah Mungu Baba ndiye ambaye amekushonea The glorious gown you are going to wear today amekushonea na kukundia vazi la utukufu ambalo unaenda kuvalia leo That is going to qualify you into heaven somebody Ambalo linaenda kukuhitimisha kuingia mbinguni mtu He is the one that has made the gown Ni yeye ambaye amelitengeneza hilo vazi It is not oh let me make my own gown I've now I've been baptized Sio kwamba wacha nijiundie vazi langu mimi mwenyewe maana nimebatizwa. You cannot make your own gown. Hauwezi kujiundia vazi lako mwenyewe. You cannot shape your own way into the kingdom of God. Hauwezi kuitengeza njia yako mwenyewe kuingia katika ufalme wa Mungu. Jehovah has designed this for you through the blood of Jesus. I said Isaiah 53. Jehovah tayari amekusha kuundia kupitia damu ya Yesu. Jiji nilivyosema katika Isaya mlango 53. And that's why he commanded say take off his filthy clothes. Na ndio maana anamrisha na kusema 
ziondo weni nguo zake zenye uchafu mwingi sana today leo the lord is going to command bwana anaenda kuamrisha that your filthy clothes be taken off ya kwamba nguo zako zenye uchafu mwingi sana ziondolewe so you can begin wearing the glorious gown somebody ili kwamba uanze kuvalia vazi lenye utukufu mtu that will qualify you into the kingdom of god ambalo litakuhitimisha katika ufalme wa Mungu again i repeat this one here na tena narudia haya hapa the wedding gown that you are going to wear so you can make it into the wedding with Christ vazi la harusi ambalo unaenda kuvalia ili ufaulu kuingia katika harusi na Kristo is made by Jehovah not by you linatengenezwa na Jehovah sio na wewe not by man sio na binadamu so the process you are going through kwa hivyo hatua unayoipitia is ordained by God imeteuliwa na Mungu and you have to go through this otherwise you cannot make it into the kingdom of God na ni lazima uyapitie haya la sivyo hautaingia katika ufalme wa Mungu the filthy clothes you've been wearing mavazi machafu sana ambayo ulikuwa umevalia that are so loaded with sin ambayo yamejawa sana na dhambi are going to be left right into the water here today yanaenda kuachwa humu ndani majini leo and at times what do you see there let me just hallelujah let me go through this with you listen to me somebody na unaona nini hapo wacha nipitie haya pamoja nawe mtu nisikilize at times you've gone through things that's why after baptism we've received a lot of people calling do you know that i was hiv positive when you baptized me wakati mwingi umepitia mambo mengi sana baada ya ubatizo tumepokea simu watu wengi wakisema kwamba je unajua kwamba baada ya kunibatiza nilipokuwa na virusi vya ukimwi nikakamega kule kakamega oil kericho makericho and when i went back to church the wounds began disappearing the vidonda were healing na niliporudi kupima tena vidonda vikaanza kutoweka vidonda vikaanza kupona and i went to visit here they told me now you are negative we don't understand this na nikaenda katika kituo cha vct nikaambiwa kwamba sasa sina virusi na hatuelewi haya the filthy clothes that Joshua wore here made the enemy claim right over Joshua mavazi machafu sana ambayo Joshua alikuwa amevalia hapa yalimfanya adui awe na madai ya haki juu ya Joshua The filthy clothes you are wearing before you were baptized mavazi machafu ambayo unavalia kabla ubatizwe makes the enemy claim right over you inafanya adui adai haki juu yako that's why satan was standing right next to him ndio maana shetani alikuwa amesimama pale karibu na yeye but when the lord orders that the filthy clothes be removed lakini wakati bwana anaamrisha kwamba mavazi machafu sana yaondolewe so the glorious wedding gown that qualifies you into heaven be put on him ili kwamba vazi lenye utukufu linalokuhitimisha kuingia mbinguni liwekwe juu yake then you hear now the angels of the lord are the ones standing next to him sasa unasikia kwamba malaika wa bwana ndio wanasimama karibu na yeye hallelujah is it is awesome jesus ni akupendeza so actually the fact that you have not been baptized makes the enemy claim right over you kwa hivyo hakika swala ya kwamba haujabatizwa Nilafanya adui awe na madai ya haki juu yako. Hallelujah. But today he will cease to claim 
any legal right over you lakini leo ataacha kudai madai ya haki yoyote juu yako or historic claim ama madai ya kihistoria you can even refuse it because he will start flashing you na unaweza sasa kumkana maana ataanza kukuletea katika mawazo but remember you were voted here the other time atakwambia lakini kumbuka ulieje mimba hapa hivi juzi how come you are forgetting that the other day you stole here inawezekanaje unasahau ya kwamba siku ile nyingine uliiba hapa how come you are forgetting that you fornicated adultery the other day here inawezekanaje kwamba unasahau ya kwamba ulifanya dhambi ya uzizi na usherati hapa hivi juzi it is going to end you are going to tell him satan inaenda kuisha unaenda kumwambia shetani you have no historic claim over me hauna madai yoyote ya kihistoria juu yangu no legal claim hakuna madai yoyote ya haki and that's why it was very important for me to navigate you here na ndio maana ilikuwa muhimu sana kwangu mimi kuwaleteni hapa why because you see very clearly that when Joshua is wearing the filthy gown kwa nini kwa sababu unaona wazi kabisa kwamba wakati Yoshua amevalia mavazi machafu sana the enemy is standing next to him adui amesimama karibu na yeye and remember that the lord did not tell Joshua can you please go there take one of those gowns and wear no lakini kumbuka bwana hakumwambia Yoshua kwamba Yoshua enda pale uchukue mojawapo ya yale mavazi alafu valie No. La. He orders that actually is not everybody. He orders he makes an order. He instructs. Ana amuru, anatoa amri, anatoa maelekezo. That your filthy gown be removed. Ya kwamba vazi lako chafu sana liondolewe. So the rich garment the glorious wedding gown that qualifies you for the kingdom of God. Ili kwamba vazi la thamani vazi lenye utukufu ambalo ni vazi la harusi ambalo linakuhitimisha kwa ufalme wa Mungu no wonder heaven opened over you and now the father put you into sonship with him na ndio maana mbingu inafunguka juu yako na bwana anakuweka katika uwana pamoja naye and he says please put on him a rich and a glorious gown na sasa anasema tafadhali muvishe vazi la dhamani la lenye utukufu and immediately you wear that gown na mara moja unapovalia hilo vazi even vidonda hizo magonjwa hizo vinaondoka hata hivyo vidonda na hayo magonjwa yanaondoka you see that je waona hayo Nobody can even name any disease. He can heal all disease. Hakuna awezaye kutaja gonjo lolote tena. Anaweza kuponya magonjwa yote. Because your citizenship has just changed. Kwa sababu uraia wako umebadilika. You become a citizen of the kingdom of God. Unafanyika raia wa ufalme wa Mungu. That means the enemy has no claim over you. Kumaanisha adui hana madai juu yako. But he had come to accuse Joshua. Let's finish this. Lakini alikuwa amekuja kumshtaki Joshua. Wacha tukamilishe haya. You see? Let's just hold it there. Let's hold it there. I'm going to continue. Wacha tushikilie pale ninaenda kuendelea. Let's go straight to Luke 15 so you can understand what this is all about. The glorious crown that is going to put on you. Wacha tuende katika Luka mlango wa 15 ili uweze kuelewa hii inamaanisha nini. Lile vazi la utukufu ambalo anani na kulihusu. Haleluya. Luke chapter 15 somebody. Luka mlango wa 15 mtu. It is not you that tailor makes that cloth. You cannot say, "Oh, I am busy making my glorious gown." Sio wewe unayejishonea hilo vazi la harusi. Uweze kusema kwamba eh nimeshughulika ninajiundia vazi langu la harusi. You cannot say such a thing. Hawezi kusema jambo kama hilo. Your glorious gown has been made by Jehovah God. Vazi lako la harusi lenye utukufu limeundwa na Jehovah Mungu. Uwezi ukasema do wacha nijitengenezee vazi moja utukufu nijitairishie ili harusi na Yesu. Uwezi 
kusema kwamba eh wacha nijiundie vazi moja la utukufu nijiundie liwe tayari mimi mwenyewe kwa ajili ya harusi na Yesu imetengenezwa na Bwana mwenyewe imetengenezwa na Bwana mwenyewe na Bwana mwenyewe ndiye anaamrisha anasema jameni muondoe hizo vazi chafu chafu na Bwana mwenyewe ndiye anayamrisha anasema jameni ondoa hayo mavazi machafu machafu ambazo amevaa mumpatie vazi tukufu ambazo amevalia na mpatie vazi la utukufu. Akishavaa vazi tukufu, atakuwa mwanangu, atakuwa ameridhi upalme wa mbinguni. Na akishavalia vazi la utukufu, atakuwa mwanangu, atakuwa ameurithi ufalme wa mbinguni. Do you hear me somebody? Let us look at the book of Luke 15 just to emphasize that before we go back to Zakaria. Wacha tuangalie katika kitabu cha Luka mlango wa 15 kabla turudi katika kitabu cha Zekaria. I begin from uh, verse 17 everybody. Luke 15. Look at what it says there. Naanzia mstari wa 17 wa Luka 15. Kila mtu sikiliza anachosema pale. When he came to his senses, he said, "How many of my father's hired men have food to spare and here I am starving to death." Anasema Alipozingatia moyoni mwake alisema ni watumishi wangapi wa baba yangu wanaokula chakula na kusaza na mimi hapa ninakufa kwa njaa He had gone out and he was feeding pig do you hear me Alikuwa ametoka nje alikuwa ameenda nje na alikuwa anawalisha nguruwe je unanisikia And his dressing was filthy the gown he was putting on is filthy Na mavazi yake yalikuwa machafu sana Vazi alilovalia ni chafu sana. Loaded with sin and Satan claimed complete right over him. Likiwa limejawa na dhambi na ibilisi alikuwa na madai kamilifu juu yake. That is where you are sitting right now before you were baptized. Hapo ndipo ulipoketi sasa hivi kabla ubatizwe. You are wearing filthy clothes somebody. Umevalia mavazi machafu mtu. You are wearing clothes that are very filthy. Therefore the devil has claim over you. Umevalia mavazi ambayo ni machafu sana kwa hivyo adui ana haki juu yako. He has legal right over you. Ana madai ya haki juu yako. And then he says just a moment, listen to me. Na kisha anasema ngoja kidogo nisikize. How many of my father's hired men have more than enough bread to eat warm bread by the way? Ni watumishi wangapi wa baba yangu wanamkate wa kula na kusaza? Nakumbuka ni mkate wenye moto hata hivyo. That is repentance. Do you hear me? Hiyo ni toba. Je, wanisikia? That is the gospel John the Baptist brought. Hiyo ndio injili ambayo Yohana Mbatizaji aliileta. No wonder John did not tell them or when the Pharisees were coming. Ndio maana Yohana hakuambia wakati ule wale mafarisayo walikuwa wakija. He did not tell them, "Hey, nani kimbia huko mlango? Naona hiyo masidi zimepaka hapo. Kimbia aje pokea wageni haraka sana jamani." Hakuambia, "Nani kimbia huko kwa mlango? Nimeona masidi Benz imewekwa pale nje." Na nikimbia ashes kimbieni huko nje haraka sana. Tengeneza viti hapa. Tengenezeni viti hapa. And then when he arrives he mwakaribishwa sana the preaching stops the beat. Alafu wakifika anasema mnakaribishwa sana na mafundisho mahubiri yanakoma kidogo. Worshiping man. You see that? Kuabudu wanadamu. Je, waona hiyo? And then they give them the front desk because they are feeling a city band. Kisha wanaopatia viti vya mbele kwa sababu wameona gari la Mercedes Benz. Oh because they have seen a pajero. Ama wameona pajero. Oh they have just seen you dressed very well. You understand? Ama wameona tu umevalia vizuri kabisa. Waelewa? 
They know this one can produce mbegu sawasawa. Wanajua huyu anaweza kutoa mbegu sawasawa. John did not do such things and yet John preached in the wilderness. Yohana hakufanya mambo kama hayo na ile hali Yohana alihubiri nyikani. Kwenye jangwa. Alihubiri jangwani. John did not go to the house where Zechariah his father Zechariah was a high priest. Yohana hakuenda katika kanisa ambalo Zechariah baba yake alikuwemo. Zechariah alikuwa kuhani mkuu. Why? Because in that house there were two priests. Kwa nini? Kwa sababu katika hiyo nyumba ya Bwana kulikuwemo na makuhani wawili. There was not one priest in that house even when John was born and that is a state of malfunction. Hakukuwa na kuhani mmoja katika hiyo nyumba hata wakati Yohana alipozaliwa. Na hiyo ni hali ya kutotenda. This function in the church when you have two heads there is no head at all. Hali ya kutenda vibaya kabisa kanisani wakati una vichwa viwili inamaanisha hakuna kichwa hata kidogo. You are listening to two voices. Unasikiliza sauti mbili. No wonder Jehovah did not send John. John can you go your father has been a bishop. Ndio maana Jehovah hakumtuma Yohana kusema kwamba Yohana enda baba yako amekuwa askofu. Can you go now and become a bishop also? Enda pia na wewe ukuwe askofu. Enter there and preach. Ingia mle ndani uhubiri. And that's what the church in Kenya has done. Na hicho ndicho kanisa la Kenya limefanya. Oh, I am a bishop. In our family we have been bishops. Eh, mimi ni askofu na katika jamii yetu tumekuwa maaskofu. My father left it to me so I'm in the altar. Baba yangu aliniachia sasa mimi ndiye nilieko madhabahuni. I feel very sorry for the sons or the children whose fathers allowed them to take over the altar, to start grooming them in that altar. I feel very sorry for them. Ninawahurumia sana wana ama watoto wa makuhani ambao baba zao wanawaachia madhabahu. Yaani wanawakuza na kuwazoeza ili waweze kuchukua usukani katika hayo madhabahu. Nawahurumia sana. Because we see the ways of God here very clearly that every calling is unique. Maana tunaona njia za Bwana ambazo ziko wazi sana hapa ya kwamba kila mwito ni wa kipekee. You can never wear the same calling. Hakuna vile mtawahi valia mwito sawa. And John instead of going to the father's temple, he went straight to the wilderness. Na Yohana badala ya kwenda katika hekalu la babake, alienda moja kwa moja nyikani, jangwani. Hakuwabembeleza huku. Hakuwabembeleza huku. They came to him in the wilderness. Walimjia kule jangwani. Why did they come to him? Kwa nini walimjia? Because the spirit of the Lord led them to him. Maana roho wa Bwana aliwaongoza wamwendee. Every time the Lord is always going to cause them to come there. Kila mara Bwana atawasababisha wamwendee waje kule. And when they came he did not say nani kimbie kimbie nani. Nimeona wageni wameingia hapo. Na wakati walikuja hakusema kwamba nani kimbie kimbie nimeona wageni wamekuja hapo. Tairisha kiti hapa. He did not do that. 